Hello, friends, and welcome to a Hasty Podcast. I'm your host, Weston Hasty, and you're listening to a Hasty Podcast. It's episode 50, everybody. It's a, an exciting uh, milestone, I think. I don't know what it is about the number 50 in particular that feels like such a milestone number, uh, but it does feel like one. I suppose if I were a weekly podcast, 50 seems like a big deal because that's like about a year, 52 weeks in an episode. If you release once a week, maybe with a couple holiday weeks, that's like 50, that'd be a really big deal. Now, granted, I'm not a weekly podcast. I, I, I try to be, uh, routinely fail to be, but... Uh, and I've gone back and forth on that. I've tried to be like a weekly. I've tried to be like a daily. I've played with upload schedules. So the, what I'm trying to get to is that 50 doesn't mean anything in terms of time frame. In fact, uh, uh, our first upload um, of a hasty podcast was November 2020. So we're about a year and a half deep on this uh, podcast experiment of mine, uh, <laughs> which now that I look back on, since it has been 50 episodes uh, and I look back on what I've done and how far I've come or where I plan to go and that kind of thing with the podcast. It is kind of mind-boggling that it's been so long and yet makes perfect sense that it's been so long because I opt to go large stretches of time not really updating uh, the podcast, which is unfortunate. And for the upteenth time, I will promise to do better. And we'll see how many times I fail to uh, accomplish that. But the point is, it's episode 50. It feels like a milestone number, so we're going to go exactly 50 minutes and 50 seconds into this po- I have no idea. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. It feels like a big deal. I remember on my YouTube channel, Magic Man Mo on YouTube, uh, my first big milestone video I ever did was 450 subscribers. Felt like a big deal at the time. Took me a while to get to that point. Uh, in my YouTube career, I don't remember how long it took, but that was like my first big milestone video was for 50, as opposed to 100. Um, I did another one at 100, and same thing, uh, when we get this podcast to 100 episodes, I'm sure I'll feel like that's a big milestone as well. I don't have anything particularly exciting planned for episode 50 of this podcast, other than um, a, a brand new, <laughs> other than a brand new promise to do better, we're um, aiming on getting much more frequent uploads uh, going forward. But I've said that before, so it's it kind of takes a, it, This is where I kind of hate myself a little bit. It takes the sting out of any announcements that I have when I when I um, have made them before and and failed to uh, deliver. It's that uh, over promise type thing, right? You should under-promise, over-deliver. I tend to over-promise and under-deliver. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Admittedly, admittedly, I have been busy in the time since you last listened to me, unless, of course, you follow me on on my YouTube. Uh, Then you've picked up a little bit here and there what I've been up to, uh, but not entirely, because I don't talk about everything. And even on YouTube, I've been a little slow in the videos and streams because I've been busy in real life. But, hey... Welcome to episode 50, everybody. Today, I'm drinking... Uh, I'm drinking an interesting concoction. And when I'm drinking something weird I want to talk about on the podcast, <laughs> I feel like that's a good uh, way to segue start the podcast a little bit. Today, we're drinking... You can let me know what you're drinking. Today, we're drinking... God, I don't know what this is called. Cohete? 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 
I think I want to say it's Kohiti, but I feel like that would be spelled with eyes because that's just how that feels like. It's C-O-H-E-T-E, Kohete, perhaps, rum. It's got a, the, the, um, what caught my eye initially was that the label has this, uh, line art rooster type, uh, thing. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like line art rooster. It's intricate, like his like feathers as you like work your way down the rooster is like different designs. I suppose you might call it uh, premium gold. There was a silver variety. I'm drinking the premium gold rum garana. I don't know what garana is, but this is rum with garana added. In fact, we can do a live search. Hang on. What is garana? Um, the thing that caught my eye initially was the label. Because while you shouldn't judge books by their cover, you shouldn't judge alcohol by their uh, label, uh, it is perhaps the most eye-catching part of a bottle, unless, of course, the bottle itself has some wild shape. I don't know, like a crystal skull vodka or something to catch your eyeball. Let's see here. Garana uh, is a climbing plant in the family Sapindaceae. Yeah, Sapind... whatever. Native to the Amazon basin and especially common in Brazil. Garana has large leaves and clusters of flowers and is best known for the seeds from its fruit, which are about the size of a coffee bean. That doesn't tell me much. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. Is that what I was reading off of? I just Googled it and, the, and there was a little about section. I'm, gonna just, I'm, I'm going to just assume that that comes from Wikipedia. Uh, there's a WebMD on Garana. It's high in caffeine. Oh, hey, hey. so that's kind of, normally I'm drinking coffee during these things, but hey, if Garana has caffeine in it, maybe this is a rum with a caffeine in it. Interesting. I do uh, like it. It's nothing super crazy, but I do also typically drink my rum mixed, and this was a cheaper rum. I don't remember what I paid for this 750 milliliter bottle, but it wasn't very much. It was something kind of um, similar in price point to like an Admiral Nelson, right? I don't know if you have Admiral Nelson in your area or if you rum shop very often, but it's kind of like a cheap, basic rum, kind of a kind of a competitor to like a Captain Morgan, but usually a couple bucks cheaper, that kind of thing. It's not bad. I am mixing it with, see, this is the other half of what I'm drinking though today. Today, I, I have it mixed. I've had it mixed with Coke already and I've tried that and that's fine. But today I'm mixing it with, uh, what the heck is it called? I've already thrown the can away. It's that new spicy Mountain Dew. What was it called? Uh, spicy Mountain Dew, hang on, what was it called? I think it was just, was it called just, Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot. That's right. I tried one of these cans by itself already. My brother bought um, a pack of these things for us both to try uh, because he knows I like spicy things. And he was like, this might be up your alley and why not? Let's give this a try. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's strange. It is strange. Anyway, it's a collaboration or whatever between Mountain Dew and Flamin' Hot Cheetos, I guess, is the idea. So already, by uh, itself, <laughs> Mountain Dew is, I mean, the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot is, uh, how do I, first and foremost, it does taste like Mountain Dew, but like with something else going on and the spiciness, how, how best to describe the spiciness? Because it is spicy, but it's a different kind of spice than you would get if you were having, say, spicy buffalo wings or something, right? It's not, you don't get a lip burn because it's not sauce, right? You don't get the sauce on your lips and you don't get the lip burn. 
it's not much of a mouth burn unless maybe you hold it in your mouth uh, for a while, but then again, it's also a carbonated drink, so you kind of get that acid burn anyway. Uh, for me, it's sort of a back of the throat bitter kind of like burn. It's not an an intense burn where you're like, ah, 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 so hot, I need water or something. You know, it's not like that kind of spicy. It's actually just kind of bitter, tart, and frankly, uncomfortable. And the more you drink it, just the more uncomfortable it becomes. <laughs> I don't honestly recommend it, uh, Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot. I don't recommend it as a uh, casual beverage. I would imagine that if you're interested in trying it, it's because you're curious to try it. It's a it's a novelty, something that maybe if I had been smarter, uh, I would have filmed like a reaction video to or something for my YouTube channel. Perhaps that would have been the more intelligent thing to do, but alas, I did not do that. And if I tried to film a video now, it would be forced because I've already had my initial reaction to it. So just the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot by itself is already odd and not not particularly preferable. However, uh, we do need to get rid of it. So uh, I'm drinking it mixed with rum because I think that the sweetness that comes with rum uh, just naturally helps reduce the weird spiciness to it. And once you do that, you get uh, more of an orange, an orange Mountain Dew type flavor. The uh, Mountain Dew itself is orange in color, so I don't know if part of it is my own brain placebo affecting the idea that I taste some kind of orange to it, almost like a Fanta orange. It does not taste like Fanta orange. Don't get me wrong, it doesn't taste like it, but it reminds me of it, and I don't know if that's just my own brain um, playing tricks on itself because the color of the Mountain Dew itself is orange, but perhaps, perhaps the weird uh, Mountain Dew e because Mountain Dew is kind of citrusy, so maybe that's where that's coming from. Anyway, so I'm, I've mixed um, apparently a caffeine rum with a high-end caffeine Mountain Dew. Combine that, I'm, I'm gonna be bouncing off the walls. It's gonna be great, I love it. That's what I'm drinking today. On today's celebratory 50th episode of the podcast. I've been up to some things and some stuff lately. Don't worry, I haven't been sitting back doing nothing. I've been quite busy. Um, not not super productively busy, but I've, I've been busy working on, like, things like my Patreon over on patreon.com forward slash Weston Hasty, where if you feel so inclined, you can support the show. <laughs> and working on things like my YouTube channel and that kind of thing. But in real life, I call it in real life because that's, like, separate from my digital life, where I do things on the internet. In my real life, I've been very busy being store manager of a particularly... Have I... I've talked about what I do on, 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 the, on the podcast before, right? I'm a store manager uh, at a subway, anyway. And I've been busy with that. That keeps me very busy and with the short staffing situation that many restaurants across the nation are facing. Uh, if not literally all of them. With the short staffing and then just... Uh, this, that, or the other thing that comes up, our entire building feels like it's falling apart. One issue after the other. This thing falls apart. This thing breaks. That thing is just a monster. <laughs> we, uh, we've been very busy. I say we, as the collective we in charge of trying to fix the store. I'm, I've been calling my, like, supervisor, and we've been calling, like, technicians, and, like, the whole building is, like, sinking into the earth, for starters. There's no fixing that, and that's moot point, but it just feels like the entirety of the universe is trying to consume our entire building. Anyway, 
I've been very hectically busy with that. My schedule's all over the place. Never know which days I'm going to have off. And I make the darn schedule. Anyway, things are starting to settle down, though, because things that were broken are now fixed. People that uh, we were missing are now not. And, and by that, I mean, like, we're hiring people and getting them trained up. Um, people who weren't working because they were either on vacation or had injured themselves or had COVID are returning to work. <laughs> so we're starting to be, like, full-staffed in a working restaurant once again, which is quite lovely. But in the meantime, the last several weeks have been very busy in real life in general. And then besides that... Um, I've also been spending a lot of my free time not doing my usual stuff. So I haven't been very active on my digital life because I've actually been very busy in my personal life. Um, if you listen to uh, Weston Wednesdays over on Patreon that I mentioned earlier, by the way, our Patreon has an exclusive mini podcast uh, that is exclusive only to Patreon members. So you have to become a patron if you'd like to listen to that. Um, you then, uh, But if you are a patron, then you heard first that um i had a little bit of a, a a little bit of a surprise announcement i'm usually a pretty private person in general i'm usually pretty private so i don't talk about um certain things that i draw like this sort of imaginary arbitrary line about like some things i'm okay with talking about other things i'm a little more hesitant to talk about one of the things i'm hesitant to talk about is like my work for a couple of reasons one um I, I, this isn't like a Subway branded podcast, so I don't want to talk about Subway too much, like it's free advertising. Um, also, I can't really. <laughs> I I am I am. What, what's the what's the word for this? I am compelled to not speak negatively about Subway whilst being employed by Subway. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I have anything negative to say, but when you kind of aren't supposed to say negative things and you're only allowed to say positive things. It creates this sort of not genuine conversation. Say I wanted to complain about this, that, or the other on Subway, but I really, it enters a weird gray zone where honestly you're safest and, and, and better off for not saying anything at all. That being said, I still bring it up from time to time. Like I said, I'm not trying to, I don't particularly have anything negative to say right now. I have something negative to say about my uh, food supplier at the moment, but we're not gonna go there. <laughs> We're not going to go there. Personal vendettas against my food supplier aside. Um, where was I going with this? That's one of the, the, the lines that I, I, I usually don't talk too in-depth and too in-detail about. But it's, it's come up here and there. The other thing I don't typically talk about too much, but I did kind of mention it a little bit last episode. So that's why I'm going to bring it up now. Is uh, my... Uh, <laughs> it sounds weird to say my love life. My, uh, my relationships life or whatever you might want to call that. Uh, last episode we talked about dating apps. Uh, that was not supposed to really be um, the last episode, the, the episode before this one, but I actually recorded some other episodes after that one, and they they've all been scrapped because they're like woefully out of date now. So, um, and uh, those other episodes I had recorded, I didn't even realize that we were at episode fifty, so I didn't uh, acknowledge that in any of the previous episodes. But those are those have been scrapped. So the last one that I've posted was about dating apps and how they suck and that was kind of a bummer or whatever and that I was kind of like struggling in that area of trying to figure out or at least the, the way I remember it I didn't go back and re-listen to that episode before making this one but anyway I was, I was complaining about how dating apps suck and I was talking about my my woes and my tribulations and dealing with them and, and their different idiosyncrasies uh, 
and, and how to use them and that kind of thing. Well, in that time, between that episode and this one coming out, I have um, met someone uh, via mutual friend, which... Um, Sometimes can be dangerous because you don't want to you don't want to uh, step on anyone's toes, you know, especially that friend uh, uh, You know, I don't want to uh, if things went like south with this relationship I don't want it to be awkward with that friend that kind of thing, but I I, I don't think it will um, this person I'm seeing now uh, I, I think she and I do not have I don't think we have it in us to have like some sort of massive blowout that would affect our friendship with our friend, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't foresee that happening. I don't think anyone usually foresees that happening, but the I, just the type of people we are, we're very... Um, What's, I don't know what the best term is. For, I don't want to say like nonchalant, but like very nonplussed. That's a word, actually. Nonplussed. I don't remember if it has a hyphen in it. That's a word that you don't hear very often. No one ever says out loud nonplussed. No, no, no hyphen. Nonplussed. There's your SAT word of the day. Nonplussed. Uh, the definition of it when you're speaking about a person is surprised and confused so much that they are unsure how to react. He would be completely nonplussed and embarrassed at the idea. So um, I don't think that's uh, the, <laughs> the most accurate use. I think my use of the word nonplussed is uh, not was not accurate. But, but the point I'm trying to get at is that we're very uh, laid back people. So I don't foresee that becoming an issue. But uh, needless to say, um, I've, I, I've been talking to someone or had been talking for someone for quite some time, actually. Um, and then we decided to, uh, make it a little bit more serious, uh, in more, actually, in more recent times, I think roughly two weeks by the time this episode actually airs, roughly two weeks that we've been a little bit more serious, um, in terms of being together, and, uh, by that I mean we're not, like, in the quote-unquote giant, uh, air, like, air bunny ears just talking, more like boyfriend-girlfriend type thing. Right. I say type thing, but like literally boyfriend, girlfriend, we are it. <laughs> we are basically Facebook official. Um, I say basically because we're being really we're both being very weird about it on Facebook specifically. So we've <laughs> we've both marked that we're in a relationship, but we haven't actually tagged the other person in it um, for we, uh I, I have a hard time explaining like why, but it's just one of those like we're trying not we're trying to still kind of like be in our own world a little bit. We're trying not to have too many people like kind of come into that and talk about it. And I, I don't know. We're just trying not to be like too too public about it. I guess not because we have any issue with it, but because we're just like both equally weird in that area where we're both like equally uncomfortable with people being in our business <laughs> i think that's where it comes from where we don't want people too in our like too much in our business so we're like both like weird about like that this wasn't like she decided that or i decided that we were both like okay <laughs> but um which i say that but then I, here i am talking about it on a podcast episode although i feel better about talking about it on a podcast episode because like um, one, it's not like uh, a million people listen to this podcast, so it's not like the world now knows. Um, then two, the the few people that might know me 
that are listening to this podcast, I'm starting to be more open about who it is that I'm seeing, so they're not going to be all that surprised. And then uh, three, the people that don't know me but do maybe follow me on other things, Twitter or YouTube or whatever, those people, this would be new information to you, but um, I'm okay with sharing that a little bit because, um, I don't know, I think it helps to kind of explain some of my some of my recent... Uh, not tardy behavior, absent. My recent absent behavior where I've been less active with streaming and videos and stuff because I've been filling out a lot of my free time actually lately with uh, seeing her and going out and doing things with her. And it's been a lot of fun. And it's been such a change of pace compared to where I've been before in my headspace about a number of different things. Um, if you've listened to the podcast or watched me stream, uh, it's come up before that I, I've had my struggles with this, that, or the other issue, and I don't want to get too in-depth about it now. The point is that this has been a really nice change of pace to go out and start doing things with someone on a more, like, intimate level than, like, an occasional lunch with a friend type thing, right? Where, like, I go maybe see a friend, like, once a month, right? In a, in a, or in a capacity that isn't like a work friend right like an an out of work friend go let's go do something it's so rare and it's so easy to just you know kind of get um in your own sort of habits routines and you just kind of like isolate yourself a little bit when you're not getting out and about and seeing people so it's been really nice to have this person who i don't know that well uh get to know them and go out and do things with them and I don't know. It's been a really nice change of pace. How else do I explain it? I think I'm, I think I'm over explaining it. I'm over explaining it. Um, we've watched a lot of movies, gone to different movies. Uh, they were supposed to be episodes, actually. Uh, these are the episodes that got scrapped, and I actually briefly mentioned in a Weston Wednesday on Patreon. Um, but those episodes did happen because I didn't get them out. Now they're way outdated. We went and saw a couple movies together. I was doing an episode reviewing The Northman and an episode reviewing um, Morbius, which now I'm kicking myself that I didn't do an episode on Morbius reviewing it because this predated the It's Morbin Time meme getting like popular and like bringing the movie back. We watched those movies, and I did, I did a couple uh, podcast episodes on that that didn't air. I, I'm, I feel kind of compelled to talk about them now, but, like, again, like, The Northman, I think, is a little bit irrelevant now. No one really cares. If you're interested in The Northman and haven't seen it, uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> the, the movie got really good scores. It got really good reviews by uh, critics, but it feels like one of those movies that would get w reviewed well by a critic, but in my personal opinion, as just a average viewer, the movie felt really, really boring and, like, nothing of consequence happens <laughs> it feels like a generic low fantasy story now granted uh it's apparently like the story that hamlet was based on so i think all these critics are like losing their mind over oh my god it's it's hamlet but like i don't care <laughs> you know what i mean it's a story about revenge this like Viking dude had his kingdom taken away from him, and it goes on a on a, on a revenge quest um, to really not even take back the kingdom. That has nothing to do with the movie. That kingdom's gone, by the way. I'm just gonna spoil that part for you. The entire point of his quest is revenge on the guy who did it, which was his dad's like brother, right? Because it's like a Hamlet thing, and I could nit nitpick that movie to pieces, to pieces. But um, I don't know if I really want to do that here. Point is, it's boring. The uh, 
love interest in the story is feels incredibly forced because it doesn't really develop. Um, also, his love interest is a Christian slave woman. So, like, who kind of turns into a witch later. But anyway, she's a, a Christian slave woman. And she... You get this sense that she's aligning herself with this guy because it's in her best interest to do so because she might escape being a freaking slave, right? And then for some reason, she just decides she's fallen in love with this guy who has no emotion, by the way. Our protagonist, whatever the heck his name was, our protagonist has no no other emotion than vengeance. He's not compassionate. He's not kind. He's not. He's got no redeemable qualities other than he wants to seek vengeance. Like, that's it. I don't know what she sees in him. He is just literally vengeance, <laughs> right? And it's not in any interesting way, in my opinion. You might have a few moments where you think, like, maybe there's something there, but there just never freaking is. Um, anyway, so the, lo the, the love interest, that's all very forced. The action is fine, but it's stilted by the fact that it feels pointless. Like, the guy has access to re getting his revenge on this usurper, this his uncle. He has this. He has access to taking revenge on his uncle pretty early on, but just doesn't do it because reasons. You can argue that he wants to, like, tear down his uncle's family first and make it miserable for him first. You can make that argument, but he basically makes it out as though he physically cannot take his revenge until a certain prophecy is fulfilled. And there's a lot of visions and dream trips and prophecy in this story, which I guess artistically, visually are like maybe interesting to you if you're really into that kind of thing. But I thought they just slowed the pacing of the movie down to a crawl. So I don't know. Visually, there's some interesting stuff. There's a really interesting fight with an undead skeleton dude that like would be fun if it were a fantasy story, but it's not. It's just a freaking vision and has nothing to do with anything uh so it's a really slow movie where nothing really of consequence happens at the end the guy gets his revenge but no one cares because it's not like he gets his kingdom back or anything like no nothing comes of this he just he kills a bunch of people gets his revenge and then he himself dies spoiler alert he himself dies now you know he's gonna die you're told he's going to die everything in these prophecies and visions are you're going to die we all know this from the beginning. So it's a spoiler, but it's really not. You have this moment where, like, I guess he thinks maybe he can survive it. But, like, why, though? Like, nothing else. Like, you have followed every prophecy and vision to the T. Why would this be any different? Anyway, so I say spoiler, but, like, literally the movie tells you it's going to happen. Anyway, there's some other stuff in there that if you're really interested in seeing the movie, watch it. You're going to be into it for the artistic means anyway, as opposed to, the, like, the story. Because the story is just non-existent. It's just Hamlet. But anyway, I don't recommend it. I guess I don't usually mind spoiling movies that I don't recommend. I'm just a jerk like that. I'm a giant jerk like that. And then there's Morbius. We watched Morbius. I didn't think it was all that good, which seems to be everyone's synopsis. It's just a very meh movie. Very meh. Like, they could have done so much more with that movie, but I feel like... There was just too much taken for granted that people would be into the movie because it's Marvel. Because it's technically Marvel, people would be more forgiving with it than I think the writers should have allowed for. 
Uh, Morbius develops his powers kind of out of nowhere. He doesn't really train them. Just when he gets them, he just suddenly has them, and he's just kind of basically God. Like, there's never a moment where I'm concerned that he's gonna, like, not win, right? I'm never concerned for his safety at all, ever. N honestly, no one's safety am I ever concerned for, not even the main love interest, who they try to threaten eventually in the movie. Uh, so that, you know, uh, Morbius can have his big hero movement, uh, hero moment. Um, I wasn't concerned with her. The big bad feels very forced. The big bad is like really not a big bad for the majority of the movie. But then the second he is a big bad, uh, like he's just evil McEvil man, big bad. Like his rationale for being evil is so threadbare. I don't want to give it away too much because it is Marvel, so people might actually be interested in seeing this. I don't. I, I think it's a very like four out of ten movie, maybe three out of ten. Like I'm not even getting close to five, right? Um, it's not that it's bad. It's just boring, and the fact that I never feel anything the entire time watching the movie. Uh, the guy's got Morbius has powers. Uh, the power he uses to defeat the big bad is like the lamest power of them all. But at least it's foreshadowed early on in the movie, so. Yeah, kind of had the narrative full circle thing happening. And clearly the writers must have been proud of themselves for that. But it, it just wasn't visually interesting. Um, there's a lot of stuff in that movie that isn't visually interesting because it's kind of a darker movie because we're dealing with vampires. So, uh, yeah, you get a lot of dark scenes. So things aren't really very visually striking. There's a couple things that are, I think, meant to be visually striking, but they just kind of aren't. Like I said, like defeating the big bad at the very end, I think is meant to be visually striking, but it's just not. It's really cluttered and, like I said, boring, actually. Uh, <laughs> also, also, uh, the, uh, I don't know, something about the characters. It's not so much that the acting was ever bad. Something about the characters never feel fleshed out. Like, maybe th there's a lot of um, corners cut in their characters. Because uh, the main hero and the big bad both have, like, transitions, like, turning points in their characters. But they feel so sudden that they really ought to be jarring. But the movie doesn't treat it like it is. Like, Morbius goes from kind of an aloof character that doesn't really care about anybody or anything. Kind of. But because it's a Marvel movie, they have to have him doing nice things anyway. I, Morbius is really hard to pin down. He's this aloof character that's kind of like a really milquetoast version of Doctor Strange's character. If you remember Doctor Strange in the first movie, when he's a doctor, he's kind of like a hot-headed, egotistical doctor-surgeon guy. Uh, Morbius is kind of like that, but like with all the emotion just sucked straight out. <laughs> he's just aloof. And he has this turning point where he like cares about like humanity in a way that I, I don't know why he cares other than the fact that he's Mr. Good Guy. Like he's just Mr. Good Guy. He doesn't do that in very many nice things. He's just Mr. Good Guy because I'm Mr. Good Guy. Like you don't really get a good reason for him being Mr. Good. It's the same. It's the exact opposite problem we have with Mr. Bad Guy. He's bad because he's bad. Like, it's so just black and white that it's just boring. There's a little bit there. You get a, you get their history growing up a little bit, but I don't think it's enough. I think they cheat a little bit by making them both... This is not really a spoiler because it's at the very beginning of the movie. Um, well, 
well, I'm trying to think about, you know, I won't say anything more. Even though it's obvious, I think it's obvious. I won't say anything more. It's a Marvel movie. Maybe you're interested in seeing it. I don't know, but it's a very blah thing. It's very, it feels like they're trying to cheat to get you to care. And then the love interest, she's supposed to be like really smart because she's also like a doctor. And uh, I don't think they do enough with it. They have one uh, like stalking scene. I don't want to say chase scene, but she's trying to get away from someone who's like following her. And she reveals some of her wit in escaping that and some of her like diverse past apparently you get a little bit of that like the tiniest little bit but besides that moment she's basically just i'm morbius's love interest i have no other personality than i'm morbius's love interest and i'm a doctor not because i've earned it i'm a doctor because morbius is a doctor and if i'm going to be his love interest i probably should be too you just don't get enough out of her to make her her own character to make her special you don't get enough is what i'm saying there's a little bit there but it's not enough to make her her own character in her own right so it's just a bit, if this movie came out i don't know in 2005 it probably would have been a little better received, I think, because a lot of these tropes that the movie kind of falls into would have been newer. But because it's 2022, it's just boring. Anyway, that's me talking about Morbius, which is a boring movie for far too long, considering it's a boring movie. But um, we saw those movies. We've been seeing a bunch of other stuff. Uh, here just uh, last night, we... Uh, we didn't go see a new movie last night. We were just binge watching a, a bunch of movies on Netflix. We were watching uh, Titanic. I've never seen Titanic. I know, blow your mind, but I've never seen Titanic. We watched Titanic. We watched, oh, um, what was the other one? Um, <sighs> the Help. We, the Help. That came out in like 2011, I think. Because I had never seen that. I remember when it came out, but we watched like The Help. Uh, then we were like, let's watch a comedy. And then we watched like Dumb and Dumber, which I've seen Dumb and Dumber-er, oddly enough. But I'd never, I had never seen Dumb and Dumber. So that was uh, something we watched. But anyway, we were watching a bunch of like older movies and that kind of thing. I don't want to talk about them too much. We've seen a bunch of movies. That's what we've been doing. We've been going out, eating food. I try to pick a different restaurant like every every time. Go All these different places that I haven't been to since like before COVID. I'm like, hey... I'm seeing someone now and you know, let's go out and go eat some food that I haven't eaten in literally years at this point. That's that's what I've been doing. We've been going out to places that I haven't been to in years and then going to see like movies and stuff. So uh, that's our idea of a, of a pretty good time, I think. We, we had been trying to plan like a picnic type situation. We were gonna go do some stuff out, outdoors, uh, but then she got sick randomly and had to take uh, like a week or two off. Like she got real sick with like something. The doctors kept saying it must be COVID, but then she kept taking COVID tests and it wasn't COVID. So like, what do you, what is it then? But then um, she got better, but then the weather was so stupid that we didn't picnic. And then she actually did catch COVID later. So it's been an up and down thing. She's good now, by the way. She's good now. She's all healed up, feeling good, feeling great. But yeah, she, she was sick for like ever of not COVID. And then no one knew what she had. And then she got better. And then she did finally actually catch COVID. And then she had it for like four days. Like it wasn't even a week. Now she may have been carrying it for longer before um, anyone knew, like before it showed up in the test or whatever. Who knows? But like literally clear of it now. But anyway. That spicy Mountain Dew hitting weird. I'll tell you what. That's what I've been up to. I've been doing that. Uh, the whole relationship thing, which I have not done in a long time. And luckily, 
This means I don't have to be on any freaking dating apps right now. And with any luck, I don't know, maybe uh, never again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's been a, it's been really fun. Um, a few people have discovered uh, that I'm dating, and uh, I've been getting... <laughs> It's, it's again it's one of those lines that I, I try to be private about so I've been getting kind of uncomfortable about it but people have been like kind of congratulating me and I'm like oh thanks I guess <laughs> because it's one of those lines that I try to be more private about um, the word got out at work and a couple of my co-workers wanted to oh my gosh who is she tell me who she is show me a picture you know that kind of stuff like um, and, and I just don't know how to handle that because I'm I'm private I'm a private person in that in that regard you know I don't usually talk about that kind of thing but um it's been fun it's been a good time that's what I've been up to and uh, now uh, now that uh, work is getting more sorted out I'm trying to figure out how to squeeze some time into uh, my life to get back on doing the podcasting thing get back to do my streaming and video making stuff and still carve out room to see her and work and all that stuff trying to basically my entire life has been learning how to become more efficient <laughs> more efficient at keeping time and, and doing things in the time that I have and I've gotten a lot better at it than I used to be believe it or not I get a lot more done now than I used to in a in much less time and that's not even like rushing it that's just I, I've learned to manage my time better now than I used to but because of this new wrench in my in my system, a lot of what I was planning to do and how to um, do what I wanted to do uh, in terms of on like YouTube, the podcast, Patreon, um, that kind of thing. I really want to get back into writing. Uh, my my poetry blog is woefully neglected right now. I want to get back into writing stuff. I've got a couple of writing ideas that aren't poetry, but uh, they're on the deep back burner right now because of this whole relationship thing through a wrench in my whole system that I had, my whole roadmap, my roadmap for when I was going to get things done and do things. It's, it's been um, completely disrupted. And that's not entirely a bad thing. I've been enjoying it anyway. It was just un... un um, not prepared for it was unplanned so i'm trying to get back into it because by the time this releases it should be july and july marks as a very exciting time on my youtube channel magic man mo on youtube uh, it marks a my, blah, blah, my 10 year anniversary of uploading my first ever video to youtube so i've been thinking a lot about what to do with that channel and where to go from here because honestly uh video making is just not the same on my channel as it used to be i'm getting a phone call okay and we're back i hate having cuts in my podcast uh because that means i have to actually go do an edit no <laughs> i'm so lazy um i was getting a phone call from work we had a a minor incident um involving a knife but they're okay everyone's okay the the people that i have working there just needed to know the appropriate procedure for um what to do about that and how to clean up and all that and i just had to walk them through it over the phone these things happen these things happen when you're uh, uh, uh engaged with sharp instruments at work luckily where i work we do not have a lot of um i like like really dangerous stuff like we don't have like massive kitchen knives uh, we don't have like uh like electric saws or like anything crazy like that we have just like little like bread knives <laughs> uh as far as that goes and we have a couple of vegetable slicers 
which you do not want to get a finger stuck in a vegetable slicer, but that's not what happened. We just had an, an incident with a sharp instrument and uh, everything's taken care of. But that does mean I don't remember what I was talking about before that happened. <laughs> that does mean that. Uh, but I, was, I think what we were just talking about was uh, my future with uh, the, the, the YouTube and the podcast and all of that thing. Uh, and I think what we're doing, because I'm trying to double down on figuring out what to do with the YouTube channel specifically, because we're on the 10-year anniversary of that. I'm trying to double down what to do with it. I, I realized opening up my files um, just the other day is that I had just about maxed out uh, my disk drive. Um, disk drive, I don't know, E or whatever it is. I've got like a two terabyte disk drive. I guess it's technically disk drive D on my computer. Anyway, uh, it's, it's a, no, three terabytes, sorry. Uh, after it's, like, hardware and configuration or whatever, I have 2.72 terabytes of space to use on that disk drive. And I use it for, like, video storage and stuff like that. Um, was uh, almost full. It was almost full of recordings, but also, like, edited videos and, uh, and uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. But it was almost full. And I'm like, oh, no, I need to go through that. And I've got a bunch of work to do and edit down a bunch of videos that I've record, uh, like I have footage for. It feels weird to say footage because you don't like film uh, anymore. You just record. But I have recordings for it. I want to turn into videos, and it takes a lot of time, unfortunately. And I need to get to work on that. I'm filling it up faster than I can go through it. Uh, and that's one thing that I'm definitely striving forwards to doing in July is editing things down into videos as opposed to the shorts and TikToks I've been doing lately it's not that i'm not going to do shorts and tiktoks it's, it's just that i'm reorganizing my focus more towards video making once again and then um for the time being that focus on video making is less on original videos and more on stream based videos and what i mean is i i stream a game for however many hours and i turn that stream into a video or multiple videos depending on the situation and the context um so Again, it's it's really a way for people to watch videos without having to watch the entire stream to get the best bits of the stream. And that's not like ideally the only thing I want to do, but it is the thing that seems to be the most popular on my channel. I try to play a handful of other games as just videos to see what the interest was on that views and, and that kind of thing to see um, how it compared to streams and even stream videos. and. Just quite frankly, it, it just doesn't compare. I think part of the problem is that I have always historically been a, a variety gamer on my YouTube channel. And I play a bunch of things. And the thing that works the most nowadays is more neat, not niche, but like, um, oh yeah, niche or genre or whatever. You have to pick like a thing and do that thing on YouTube. And you can you can branch out a little bit, but like variety gaming doesn't work. If you game, like you can do horror games or RPGs or like Souls-like stuff or whatever. Like you kind of have to find a genre and stick to it because otherwise people won't watch the majority of your videos, right? So like if I'm playing, just to think of two like diametrically opposed video games, if I'm playing uh, Call of Duty and Roblox, two multiplayer games okay yeah they're both multiplayer but like if someone's playing roblox they're probably not wa interested in watching call of duty if someone's watching call of duty they're probably not interested in watching roblox you know what i mean there's not a lot of crossover there so if i'm a variety gamer and i'm doing all kinds of stuff that don't have overlap right if i'm doing 
different genres of thing on my channel there's not going to be as many people watching each and every video which hurts the youtube algorithm and it just makes me suffer so i think that's what's been happening a lot so i need to find my genre and find my niche i have an idea of what it is but um unfortunately because my audience is so weird uh because of the I have, a, I have a weirdly international mix of, of viewers as well, and the things that they're specifically interested in are not necessarily a genre per se, um, especially when you look at my Inca Games audience that specifically likes it when I play games by a specific developer called Inca Games. Uh, they're actually, they actually go by Mazniac now on, on Android devices. But anyway, point being, it's a little more complicated on my side of things, but... I do also, in the back of my head, I have a pretty good idea of what types of games just flat out don't work on my channel, even though I've tried them before to see if they would work, because sometimes they're games that I'm just personally interested in, but the fact of the matter is, just for as far as my YouTube go goes, it doesn't work on my channel. Uh, a good point, uh, a good example of that would be something like uh, Phoenix Point. It's a game that, it, it's uh, like an XCOM-inspired I think it's made by one of the original developers of XCOM, but it's an XCOM based, not based, but X XCOM inspired game. Uh, you have a party, tactical strategy, slower paced, uh, that kind of thing. I love playing those games. I love playing like XCOM and, and games like it. But I just know for a fact that it doesn't work on my channel. Not least of which because I have actually tried to play XCOM Chimera Squad before, but that was actually on Twitch, not my YouTube, so it's a kind of a different story. But point is i just know it doesn't work on my channel even though it's a game i enjoy so that that's like one of those things where it's like that's a me game not a youtube game so anyway we're coming up on my 10 year anniversary in july for my youtube and that's weighing heavy on my mind and then later in the year obviously we'll be coming up to the two year anniversary of this podcast we didn't really do anything special for one year on the pack on the podcast because i um have uh sorry i got distracted i haven't done anything i didn't do anything for the one year because i lost track of time i think and i think maybe i wasn't uploading at the time or i forgot or i didn't realize i'm not entirely sure we didn't really do anything special then i don't know if it would really do anything special for two years coming up with this podcast but it does mean that i've been doing this for a lot longer than i thought and that i need to buckle down and have a better idea of what it is we do on this podcast as opposed to being super willy-nilly about it every time that we do an episode um because like in the same vein that i should pick a genre or niche on my youtube channel i need to pick a focus on the podcast that you can all kind of come into and expect to be discussed or talked about here on the podcast for the most part it's just stuff in my life but also i'm not like a celebrity the vast majority of you are probably not that interested in my life uh, my day-to-day -day or that kind of thing but at the same time that's what I'm working with so that's why I try to focus uh, my topics around one or two ideas on the podcast this episode is a little less focused because it's just number 50 and I'm just talking about where I've been and what I've been doing and that kind of thing but you know I I could have in this in this episode I could have Morbius and Northman reviews slash 
uh, Weston seeing someone. Uh, I'm trying to. I don't even know what the title of this uh, podcast episode is going to be yet. But I'm just. I'm just trying to think. What would the title and thumbnail look like for this podcast? So, like, what's the theme of this podcast other than oh look, it's number fifty because that doesn't tell you a lot. Anyway, point is. I'm thinking about it, and I'm trying to get back into the swing of things so that by the, by the time we get to the two-year anniversary of the podcast coming up in November, by the end of this year, um, we will be uh, regular. <laughs> We're going to have a regular schedule. Because um, so far, we have irregular bowel movements on this uh, podcast. <laughs> we want to be. We want to make it regular. We want to have regular uh, episodes. So whatever that looks like in the next few months, will help me sort of steamroll and make the third year of this podcast I hope to be a really big one in terms of trying to push the boundaries of what I want this podcast to be it's not gonna don't over like again this be probably over promising and I'm gonna under deliver a little bit don't expect anything crazy I'm not gonna be having freaking Joe Rogan on the podcast or something like we're not going for the whole like insane guests and stuff but i will just be looking at topics i want to be a little bit more topical in terms of like getting news onto the uh, podcast and my thoughts about certain stuff around entertainment news probably for the majority of it not really looking at being like a politically minded uh podcast per se but things that are like news like in video games movies that kind of thing uh, not that we're going to be a news podcast, but things that like that will start coming up a little bit more often. Um, hopefully, we can have a quicker turnaround. Hopefully, we can move away from once a week and get to a couple times a week type podcast thing. Keep your eyes and ears open as always. But at this point, we're just gassing and I've got nothing more to really say. I want to thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please rate it on whatever platform you are listening to it on. If you'd like to support the podcast. I've already mentioned that patreon.com forward slash Weston Hasty is the place to do that. If you're interested in the other things that I do, you can check out my website, westonhasty.com to uh, have find links to all of my things. My, that includes my YouTube, that includes my poetry stuff, that includes my socials. Go to that and follow me on all of those things as well. If you would like to comment on this episode or anything to do with this podcast, leave me a message. I'm on Twitter at Weston Hasty. Use the hashtag Hasty Podcast, and uh, I may just comment on your comment. <laughs> That's gonna do it for today. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do all of the things. And until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and wash your hands. I'm out of here. Bye.